Welcome to Hub & Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub & Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NGI's Hub & Flow podcast. This is Patrick Rao, NGI's Director of Strategy and Research, and I'd like to take a few moments to discuss everybody's favorite topic these days, or at least the most ask-about topic on third quarter 22 natural gas earnings conference calls, and that's LNG. LNG was already driving headlines in the United States, but that has been especially the case since the Russian invasion of the Ukraine on February the 24th. And what the International Energy Agency has officially dubbed a global energy crisis of, quote, unprecedented depth and complexity, unquote. Many pundits believe the crisis could last another two to three years until new global LNG capacity comes online in mass. A banker Hughes continues to believe the world will see up to another 120 million tons per annum of additional global capacity reach FID by year in 2023. And we've seen some estimates calling for another 150 MTPA or so of total capacity on top of that reach FID and be placed in service by the end of the decade. Now, so far this year, there's been close to 50 MTPA of supply contracts signed in the U.S., but only a fraction of this actually has reached FID so far. Moreover, We note several prominent second-wave LNG projects have been pushing back their FID dates somewhat. So why? I mean, what gives? Well, one, contracting talk momentum, it seems to have slowed down a bit, perhaps in part because of declining prices in Europe and Asia. Europe has had an extremely warmer-than-normal start to the winter so far this year, and storage in that continent is essentially full. Although I say that, but we should note that in essence, it isn't really full because they no longer have the backstop of Russian pipeline imports. Another important reason for the delay in final project FIDs is massive global inflation, which have driven EPC, engineering procurement and construction costs up significantly, thereby causing some would-be off-takers to have second thoughts. Baker Hughes even opined that this could favor smaller, more modular trains, and that may be undermining some of the larger-scale projects. Rising interest rates, those certainly aren't helping either, and are clearly increasing the cost of capital for these projects. But there's another emerging threat, and it's one that I honestly don't think is being covered nearly enough by the industry. And what is that? It's fast LNG. Now look, We at NGI, we don't extol the virtues of any one company. But right now, New Fortress Energy is the leader in fast LNG technology, so we can't discuss fast LNG without discussing New Fortress. According to the company, fast LNG can go into service within 18 to 20 months of reaching FID versus four years for typical on-land large-scale projects. To date, there are only six offshore LNG liquefaction facilities that exist in the world, and New Fortress is in the process of adding another five via their fast LNG approach. Their plan is to sell fast LNG production primarily to Europe in the near term, 
and deploy FSRUs to create incremental regas capacity in high-margin areas over in Europe between the years 2023 and 2026, which is right around the time another massive wave of global LNG liquefaction capacity is expected to enter service. After that time, New Fortress plans to connect their fast LNG to longer-term contracts with dedicated customers. Until then, though, they plan to sell their fast LNG at a TTF price, and as such, they specifically mentioned they have no need to find individual customers. So clearly then, they're building their fast LNG facilities on spec. Now, I'm a former self-state equity research analyst, and back in those days, when I heard a company in a highly cyclical commodity market like natural gas was doing anything on spec, especially for large capital dollars, I would cringe. And generally speaking, so would buy-side investors. But in this particular case, I think there's actually merit to the strategy because it gives New Fortress a chance to show proof of concept to the world on the world stage and for relatively low cost and during a window in which global gas prices should remain elevated. If this proves successful, it could lead to many more orders. But we know if New Fortress can do it, why can't others? Are there any real barriers to entry here? Similarly, just how fast can fast LNG take hold on a global scale and potentially take share away from other would-be LNG projects, including those in the United States? I was at a happy hour, an LNG-focused happy hour in Houston a few years ago, and I asked several folks there what their thoughts were on that topic. And every answer I got was some version of, that's the big unknown, and it's what everybody wants to know. So how about we do this? Let's do a very simple back-of-the-envelope calculation to help address this. Now, mind you, there's nothing very scientific about what I'm about to do. It's just a hypothetical and very basic exercise. So according to the offshore drilling company Valeris, there are currently 493 jackup rigs around the world, more than a third of which are more than 30 years old, with what they said are limited useful lives remaining. So theoretically speaking, that is 163 jackup rigs that are potential candidates for fast LNG. And let's say that 25% of that number could be used for fast LNG. And mind you, I'm just pulling this number out of thin air. But 25% of that 163, that's roughly 40 rigs. If each jackup had just one 1.4 mTPA, million tons per annum train, that is close to 60 million tons per annum of capacity just right there. Now look, I doubt the calculations are this simple, but the world will only need so much liquefaction capacity going forward, and 60 mTPA, that's nothing to sneeze at. Certainly, that type of scale could very well crowd out a number of would-be on-land LNG projects, including those in the United States. As such, that could be causing some planned projects in the U.S. to force back their FID dates, which in turn is forcing would-be suppliers to those facilities to sit on their hands, so to speak. Lots of potentially riding on this. Lots of dominoes are falling. There's a lot of hurry up and waiting going on, but I think that this fast LNG is playing more than just a small role in all of this. So this is a lot to think about at any rate. And we at NGA, of course, are going to be monitoring this extremely closely in the months ahead, both in our daily gas price index and LNG insight services.
Speaking of which, if you subscribe to those services, we thank you very much. If you don't, would like to know more, please visit our website at www.naturalgasintel.com. That's all I have for today. On behalf of everyone at Natural Gas Intelligence, I'd like to thank you for spending a few minutes with us, and we ask you to please share this podcast with others. We also ask that you stay safe and healthy, and we wish you all the best heading to the holidays. Until next time, take care, everyone. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub & Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the resources tab to find the podcast page.